This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Hi, everyone. It's Judith Bryles with Author You, your guide to book publishing. And today's program is going to be about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Actually, it, it, it will have a couple of variables here, but it's, in my opinion, the number one, number uno, numero uno way for you to sell your books, position yourself as an expert, get out there, and it's called speaking and getting in that area. And the, my guest today is actually a world-leading speaker, and he's a trainer does an event, and we'll mention that to you, um, that, that he does a couple of times a year. And he's shared the stage with hundreds of speaking greats. I'm sorry to say he didn't get to be my stage, but who knows, may come. Um, Mike Fritz has made over a million dollars in the speaking industry. He's performed more than a thousand paid engagements. He's been on featured on NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, and over 200 business journals. So in, in other words, Mike and I are kindred spirits. You know, I've made, combined with book sales and speaking, over $5 million over the time I was doing it. I have been on every major platform in the media. I've done over 1,000 speaking gigs, and I wrote over 200 business columns myself for the business journal. So I want you all to welcome Mike Fritz. He's the founder of Magnetic Speaker. It's a systematic results-driven formula for how to book speaking gigs, getting your message to the world, and generating that high revenues that comes from speaking as well as book sales. Mike, hi, how are you? Hey, fantastic. It is so great to be on your show today. Thank you so much. I, uh, it's an honor to be with you today and to just serve your people. And uh, again, thank you so much for what you do for authors because I'm so thankful uh, we need people to have their message in the world. So thank you so much for what you do for authors. Uh, well, you know, I'm, a, I'm known as a blunt butt-kicking uh, book coach, Mike. Yeah. And, you know, the thing in the speaking is just so inc- so incredible, that reach out that people need to know. So, you know, I'd, I'd love to talk about, you know, the speaking and some of the things that you've done because I really do, I, from my, the depth of my belly, that speaking is the number one way to move your books off out of your garage, out of your basement, out of the warehouse, back to reprint. You will never touch on print on demand once you start moving your books this way because you, you need to order thousands at a time. And if that appeals to any of our listeners, you know, stay tuned because we're going to show you how, right, Mike? Absolutely. I'm excited. All right, so let's just jump into this. So I, I think it all starts with a plan. 
Um, and uh, authors often, you know, gaze in their belly button thinking, oh, look, what kind of plan are we talking about now? The plan was to write a book. So what kind of plan do, do you think authors really need to start develop to hook into the speaking side as well as everything else they're doing to, to develop these lifelong customers, which we actually call super fans? Yeah, that's an excellent question. One of the things that uh, authors often, they get their book done. They're so passionate about their book, and they get their book done. And one of the biggest mistakes they, they make, um, and I made this early in my career, I'll be the first to admit it, they think when they get the book done, that, that that in and of itself will sell books, and that in and of itself will make them, quote, unquote, an authority. And what I've realized is without a plan to place that book in front of people, that can get you to your target market faster is really, really the, the trick. And speaking mm-hmm. is a way to get in front of the mass market faster. And the, the beautiful thing about speaking is one gig can sell, like you just said, it can sell so many of your books. A lot of times, you, how many um, books are written that don't sell a 1,000 copies? People would just unbelievably cringe at how many books don't even make it to a 1,000 copies. And you can sell a thousand copies with just a couple gigs or one really good gig. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, Mike. And here's the other thing: a lot of let's let's just even cut it down even further. Of the couple of million books that are going to be published um, during 2016, um, that I would say 80 percent don't sell over 150 copies. Ouch! Yep, that's absolutely true. Isn't that crazy? Ouch. It's it's crazy. Now I will I'll tell you my record. Um at one in a five hour period, my record was I sold five hundred and sixty books in five hours one time. Um, wow, that's great. and that was just from a the first day of a speaking gig. You know, and and, and I also believe in speaking that uh, speakers should not be author speakers should not be swoopers. And swoopers are people who come in and do their gig, they do a wonderful speech, they grab their check and they split. The right, way you absolutely. really position yourself, um, and I love your input on this. My my thing was that I always dedicated myself pretty much to the conference. I guaranteed I would be there. I would be there to answer questions, to hang out, to help solve problems, to ease pain. I always donated back to the group for whatever their passion was button um, of a percentage of my book sales. And because then they sold from the platform for me, I never had to open my mouth. I just had to be good from the platform, whatever my topic was. And the other side of that was that um, I always got referral business that I, I, you know, my marketing was there hanging out. That's how I did it. Any thoughts on that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. So what, what you just explained is a philosophy of speaking. Why are you there? So most speakers, um, get, some speakers, let me say it this way, some speakers get caught up in the fact they're bringing in, that they're being brought in, and so they kind of want to show up kind of as this celebrity, hop on stage, and then have lines of people um, talking to them afterwards. And what we say is if you want to be a really celebrity, you get down on your knees and you really serve people. And you just explained that you came to the, the speaking, the, your speaking gigs with a whole different philosophy. Your goal in being there was to serve the people that booked you, which probably, I'll just go out on a limb, you've never told me this, but I'll bet you that servant mindset when you stepped into a gig and saying, I'm here for the whole conference, I'm here to serve the people, I'll bet you those people brought you back time and time again over the years. Yep. 
My yeah, my favorite, I have to tell you, I, I had a couple of favorites. Um, I, and I did a lot of speaking in the healthcare field. And um, my one of my favorite was for 13 years, um, I did the American College of Surgeons. Just I'll just throw a couple of names out here. And they got to the point, this guy, your fee keeps going up. You're so expensive, we can't afford you. And here's what I did, Mike. I did the deal with them. I said, well, hey, Kathleen, why don't we turn me into one of your... Uh, excursions, so to speak. So instead of saying having, a, you know, we have this speaker here during this time, and you can attend this session as well as a gazillion other sessions, why don't you charge a separate fee? And instead of going on the tour of of uh, cable cars in San Francisco or where whatever city we were in, that they maybe want to spend the morning with me. And um, I'll, and here's the deal. I here here's the deal that I did with them. I put it together that I said you don't have to pay me a fee. In fact, I'll come in. What you have to do is just give me a hotel room. I'll pay for my airfare. I will duplicate the workbooks I have for everybody, and we will charge X amount of monies. I will give everybody a copy of the book that we were talking about that was included in the fee. And how about this? Why don't we do a 75-25 split? I keep 75% of all the bucks that come in, and you keep 25%. My God, Mike, I doubled my income. I doubled yeah. the income I walked away with when I did that deal. And yeah. the fact was they were no longer at risk, you know, another speaker fee, will people show up, you know, what's the return on it? All I said is give me a hotel room and I will take care of the rest. All you have to do is advertise me in the brochures and what you do. And I already had a name. It was, it was, it was Mecca. <laughs> For 13 yeah. years I did that. Yeah, so that's the difference in thinking of from a fee-paid speaker to a business speaker. A business speaker is somebody that thinks that way. Um, one of the things that I realized early on is I, I, what I did with a lot of the, when my, I was speaking in the college and youth market for years, is um, I had a speak for free program as well. But what I did, because they had a continuing education budget, what I would mm -hmm. say is, why don't you just buy a book for every attendee and I'll mm -hmm. come for, and, and then I'll sell the books to the students. You keep all the money. So if we sold the books, they got the students took the books and and they they got me a hundred percent for free and I figured out I made about an extra I almost doubled my speaking fee just by doing that one thing. I know so it isn't that fun. Concept, um, similar concept, yeah. just a different way to go about it. But the the point is, it's the difference in thinking. How can I make? It's really earning your keep. In essence, you and I are saying, how can I earn my value so much in the conference that does cost the people booking me anything? In fact, it generates revenue. So who are they going to go to next year? Well, hello, <laughs> they're going to go to you, right? Yeah, and and especially, um, I, you know, I am a huge proponent. Here I'm sitting with, I'm going to officially launch my 35th book this month. But here I am really thinking of, okay, it's go, go, go time. So how can, and you always are leading the next one. And so you can go back to the same group that loved you because literally they'll put out, she's back with a whole new right. topic, a new way, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, they buy the book. They do all that. It's, it's, it's the way you build. You're, you're back to. You start thinking of this is a business. This is how you build these empires out here. Yep, that's exactly correct. And so I think what, 
the first thing authors need to do once they um, once they uh, get their book done, the first thing they need to do is who is the number one. The first question I like to ask when I get a book done is who's the number one person, who's the top maybe so let's say three um, three industries that are booking speakers that speak on this topic. And once you do that, then I take my book and I create a marketing package and I send that to them. And that's how I leverage every book I ever wrote, which I wrote five for the youth, college, and corporate space um, before I went into this, to training speakers on how to do what I do. I, I just took that book and built a package, and it became my biggest and most effective marketing piece because, as we, as we in the author space know, the root word of authority is author. And so it, it automatically says to people they're an authority on the subject, even though they might not consciously say that when your face is on the book or your face is on the back of a book and you're, you've written the book on the topic, it makes you the authority. So it becomes your greatest marketing piece. People carry around business mm-hmm. cards. I'll tell you, books carry a massive weight to them because they show that they, they, they give people the perception that you really know what you're talking about. I mean, we know that a lot of books have been written where the people didn't know but people don't think about it that way. They think about, oh, you've written the book, you know what you're talking about. So it becomes your greatest marketing piece for, for landing speaking gigs and highly paid opportunities to get your message out. No question. And and one of the things I do besides the, the marketing piece, finding out who, you know, as you say, your key, the key question, number one question that you need to ask when you start building this speaking empire uh, you know who who are the players out there? Where are the conferences? And um, that in, in when I because I did healthcare, I just I did, when I discovered the blue book, I thought I had discovered the gold mine of all time. Like yeah. it was is because I knew you know I knew every facility, everything is around there, and you can, you can easily you can, you can focus. You know, for example, um, when I was out there speaking, that I would say that Las Vegas would probably be one of my favorite places to go to because it was always easy to get there. I didn't have weather issues, and the the audio and tech support was state of the art because of the entertainment industry there. Right. Sure, ne- sure. Never had a problem in a hotel. Um, there was always there someone in a nanosecond to help me if I needed. So as a speaker. I it was my favorite place to go, and I and I know another a lot of speakers would say that kind of thing, so that's that's what I would be looking for in in that and and here in Las Vegas we're gonna take a quick break here, but in Las Vegas the convention bureau actually pushes out ahead every conventions that coming in town. It's free. It's online. Start doing your homework. We're gonna be right back. Mike Fritz is with us today, and we're talking about how to build your speaking and book-selling empire. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. 
Through AuthorU's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join AuthorU today through its website at AuthorU.org. Follow AuthorU on Twitter at AuthorU and on Facebook at AuthorU, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. AuthorU, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for... Excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. How would you like to open your mouth, let your words flow out from your amazing book, you created, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, I don't care. How would you like to open your mouth and be able to walk away in, you know, at the end of the day with several thousand dollars in your pocket, as well as people saying, 
We'd love to have you back. That's what Mike Fritz and I are talking about today. How do you build this? How do you grow it? Um, and things, and, and so we're looking at tips and tricks. And he revealed, you know, key, your key question, that number one thing that you need to go, that marketing piece that you ask is when you start that speaking empire. So what other tidbits would you recommend as they, it, it, what a, a newbie, Mike, we have a, let's say we have a newbie and, and then I'm going to also throw in the, the pot here. Um, when should, um, I mean, I have my thoughts, but when do, in your experience, do you think a author to be should start moving in this direction and, and start pitching or try to set up things for potential speaking gigs? That's, that's a great question. So what I like to do is while you're writing the book, as soon as you have that book cover designed and you're, that's a go, you know that book cover is designed, I start creating my marketing materials around that marketing campaign. So if we have a newbie, they're in the process of writing their book, let's say the three tips to be the most healthy you ever, whatever it is. I don't, I don't care what the title is, but let's just say it's a health book. And so they're writing the health book. As soon as they have that cover design, and they know that's what they're going with, it's finalized, I get the whole marketing campaign set up, and you can start marketing it as the soon-to-be-released or they're about-to-be-released book. And what you can do is you can build a lot, a lot of buzz around that book coming out. So if we have a newbie that's writing a book, that's what I would start to do, and that is what I started to do um, when I first started my, my speaking career. Um, and then when the book came out, of course, you know, the first half a dozen to 20 audiences that I was in front of, I gave a special deal because, you know, you're the first group that's seen this book. You know, I've called it my book tour. And so you can create so much buzz around that. But the first thing you need to do is figure out, yeah, when. So I would say right when you're writing your book. But there's really, we used to hear in marketing that there's three things you need to worry about, location, location, location. Well, in speaking, <laughs> I, 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 in, in the speaking world, I actually take off the location and take just locate. You need to locate the opportunities that are in your industry. You need to locate the people who make decisions and you need to locate the time they decide who they're going to book. And when you locate those three things, the industry that's booking speakers, the opportunity, who's doing the booking, like what's their title, are they executive director, are they coordinator, are they event planner, what's their the executive director, whatever their uh, title is, and then when they do their booking. Those are the three things you need to start tracking down when getting booked quickly. So if you're a newbie, that is really, really, really what you want to start, start with. Mm -hmm. And then, and here's what I also would do, that if I was already out speaking, I mean, this is how I, I, you know, I loved, loved it when I could pre-sell hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of copies of a book before it ever came out. In fact, I would test titles that way. Um, sure. But I always carried flyers with me for the forthcoming book and, and always had a special. You, you buy today, you're going right. to get this um, yep. in X amount. And Absolutely. that actually gooses you to get the book done, which is right. most of us need that goose. Yep, yep. That is the, the amount of people that um, I think it said there's like 89 or 91, I forget which number it is, percent of surveyed Americans want to write a book. And mm -hmm. the percentage of them that actually do is really, really unbelievable. It's, it's under like 3%. It's really, really, really low. And so you well, it, millions, yeah, and, millions, millions I often people. say, should the book be allowed out? That's another thing, yeah. because a lot of them come out that they shouldn't come out. <laughs> you mean because they're not good, right? They're horrible, yeah. 
Yeah, for, no, and that's why people use services like you and the other people that know how to write books that really add value to people. And that's why services that you offer inside of uh, the authors that you work with are so valuable because when you are writing a book, um, there are ways to write your book to, to make sure that you leverage it so you get more business, so you do sell more copies. There's so many things mm-hmm. you can do in that process. Leverage it so people do want to book you to speak. There's so many ways to put your book together to make sure that it generates more business, which is so valuable for what you do for your customers. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Adam, one of the problems is, and, and all our listeners pay attention to this, um, both Adam and I have talked about you start before you even have a book in hand, right? And there's, there's some psychology that I have just observed interacted with authors for years, Adam, or not, I'm sorry, Mike, um, that, um, that have said that, uh, well, they can't wait, they can't do anything until their book comes out. And I said, you don't get this. This is part of your pre-marking. And here's the other thing. And just as, as Mike was referring to, not only do you need to know who the bookers are, when, God, it's critical when. And you need to understand a lot of times they book a year ahead of time. So by the time you're out there, your book could be old and they're looking for the next new, new. That's why you pitch beforehand. Absolutely. Especially if you're writing books that have changing industries. Like if if you're publishing a book on how to use Facebook, by the time it gets to market, a lot of oh, it's old. Changed, you know <laughs> exactly, and so you, if, if you're especially in the technology world, because things are changing so quickly. So, um, and a, a lot of industries are that way. So, if you're writing things like that, you're, you're absolutely right. The number one marketing tool with your book, the first and foremost, is how you write your book, and then the second thing is how you leverage your book to get it in front of people. So if you write your book incorrectly, I mean, most, most authors don't even think about when they write their book, there could be putting things in their book that drive, that drive the readers to other places where they can engage with maybe their coaching or some of their events or some of their speaking or whatever. There's so many things you can do with a book that most authors just don't see, and they leave so much revenue opportunity and impact right on the table with just a couple tweaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's what's really fun. Um, I, I love the well. I love the tweaking side. I love the remorphing. And and I've also Absolutely. told authors even when you have pitched your book, with you think this is the title. You know, you think it's all together. And as like Mike said, when you got that cover in hand, bang, you are out the door, starting to push stuff. You know what? There may be a little tweak to it. You may make a little change because it could be you may have that cover. You know, six months ahead of time. Um, right. And then, you know, a month before, things have changed in the industry. Maybe there's the different buzzword. Maybe, you know, who knows what right. it is. Yep. Don't be afraid to change it. It's a, That's okay. It doesn't mean you're axed. So, I mean, there's a fear of that. I'm, I'm always fascinated with it. Yeah. Yeah. People feel like, oh, if they've sent marketing out, then it, if, if, if people get it and there's a new cover, a lot of times what they think. So, let's say you've sent a piece of marketing out with a cover on it and then they get another piece of marketing with a different cover, it's almost as if they feel like it's a new and improved edition. And so people don't mm-hmm. think like, oh, wait, this is a different book, especially if the, if the cover's similar and your copy matches what you, you know, you, you're saying in the book. People don't think that way, and so you're 100% correct, 100% correct. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me. All right, so in, in developing a plan, 
you know, uh, Mike, as we go along here and developing this plan that we want to turn these readers into lifelong super fans, do you have some like critical steps you would go through in like one, two, three? People love those kind of things to get them going. Yep. You can write them down. Yeah. Yep. I will tell you, this is the number one thing you can do to a reader to make them a lifelong fan, customer, whatever. At the end of each chapter, most people have action steps like they'll have go. If it's a nonfiction, um, mm -hmm. they'll say, go do this. If it's a fiction, they may end it a little bit differently. But um, at the end of the chapter, you drive them somewhere to get some more of you. So at the end of each chapter, we're, we're, we're right in the process right now of writing our book that, that, that is for speakers, Magnetic Speaker is our, our event, and there's, there's a, we're writing the book right now at the end of each chapter. At the end of each chapter, they get to, they, uh, they get a, a website where they uh, can clear, uh, write that link into the URL and they'll go and we'll give them something else free. So at the end of the chapter on finding the opportunities, then they can go and they can download my report on the top opportunities and the top 10 topics that are booked. And so what that does is that gets people driving to your landing pages and your website. And so at every chapter, give them something different. So if you have 12 chapters, give 12 little reports or 12 something that your readers might want, drive them there. And so that, so that again, you can give them more content, give them more value, get them integrated into your system. And then later on, you can offer them more products. Maybe your book one day is going to turn into an event, or maybe you're going to sell a workbook mm -hmm. with your book. Maybe you can go here and get the workbook or whatever, but drive them to something. So the number one thing you can do at the end of each chapter is ask them, after reading this chapter, what, what little handout report, guidelines, something could I give them? Or maybe you filmed a 10-minute video. Okay, so you've read chapter one. Now here's what you do, and you filmed a little 10-minute video, and at the end of the chapter, you could say, go here to get the video. You could do something, mm -hmm. but it's engaging your customers beyond the book. And then the beautiful thing about technology, we can see inside of our system which one they, they came through. So let's say it was they, they, didn't, they didn't go and get any of the downloads on the first three chapters, but chapter four really hit them. So that means they come in, and in chapter four, we give them all kinds of different stuff. And so it's just one of my favorite things to do is take a book and make it a business. And so, I mean, I think it was Bill Glazer I heard say this one time, who is one of the founders of Glazer Kennedy Insider Circle. And he, uh, he said one time, he wrote a book called um, Outrageous Advertising, and he said that uh, the book, um, it cost him twenty to $30,000 to do because of all the marketing and all the promotion, but with the continuity that he built because he drove people back to opt-ins uh, and, and people giving their email and him giving them more value and more value, he was making anywhere from three dollars to $400,000 a month just from one silly book uh, and it wasn't silly it was a fantastic book everybody should mm -hmm. get that book but my point is he drove them back he, he made lifelong fans because he gave them more value and more value and more value so the first thing you do is you use your book to drive them to some place online where they can get more of your content more of your value and if you don't know what to give them that's where you might need to talk to uh to, to judith or somebody who knows how to write a book and really knows how to get this stuff done well, and so let me, yeah, we're going to take another break here, but let me kind of, I love the idea of doing a short video, and I have a question um, for you. And also, I love cheat sheets, Mike. 
um, yeah, that sure. you could for create sure. a, a series of cheat sheets. And here's what I want to tell, because uh, this is a great tip for the, especially the nonfiction people, that, that um, don't worry about this because you can create all this after you finish writing your book. I mean, you're going to have uh, things yes, internally yeah. in there. But these are things that you can, you know, bang, 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 and get them out while your book's being printed. Um, with That's that. Exactly and then, right. Mike, when we come back from our break, I want to ask you about QR codes and things like that. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. With me is Mike Fritz, and he is the visionary and the creator of his magnetic speaker workshop he does in January. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so we're talking about one of my favorite things is how to sell a gazillion books through speaking. And I want to remind all of you that if you don't have on your calendar September 15th through the 17th to meet me, come play with me over three days in Denver, Colorado, along with 20-plus other dynamic, amazing speakers and experts all dedicated to grow your book and speaking and marketing and sales and author success uh, strategies. You want to come to the Author You Extravaganza. All you have to do is go to either authoryouextravaganza.org or just go to the authoryou.org website, click on events, and you'll go right over. So I'd love to see you. Our early bird is going to be ending here next week. Take advantage of it and be there. It'll be an investment in you and your book. You will never regret 
And I have to tell you, September in Denver is pretty sensational. Okay, Mike, um, I kind of dropped the QR quote, uh, QR symbol, um, as we took our last break. And I know it was all the hot thing, but QR codes, QR codes, QR codes, QR codes in books. And most of this, most of the authors who did that reported back to me that they didn't have really a heck of a lot of traffic. I'm actually to the believer of putting, you know, if, if you're doing when your ebook, you put you can put the hot link to it. Um, but I, I actually believe in just putting the link to the primary website and telling them where to look for it because I know links break all the time. Do you have any thoughts on that? Do you, you, it, you know, I just got tired of seeing the QR code and people really weren't using them, became distractors. But I could be wrong. Convince sure. me. Yeah, no, I, I uh, am the same as you. I like to put the link oh. in there. Um, and here is the interesting thing about this, though. I want to make the content. I know that the, the market says you want to make it as easy on your customers as possible. Mm-hmm. And I understand the perspective. But what I also say is, I want them to have to type it in for, number one, they remember it. I, I, I try to make it a link that is Ah, I love that. Love that. I want, them to type, I want them to type that link in because as they're typing that in, it's like throughout that process, they get a little more micro-commitment to your system. And so mm. I want to make it a little more difficult for them to get it. But one of the t- things when people say, I don't get a lot of traffic off those opt-ins on my, on my book, the number one thing I tell them, and I don't mean to, to sound harsh in saying this, but then you need to give the, you need to offer things that are of greater value to your readers. So you have to turn up the volume on the value you offer. So I had a friend of mine, an internet marketing, probably the smartest internet marketing guy I've ever met. Nobody knows him because he works with every internet marketer guy you know. He's a lot of times the behind-the-scenes testing guy. He knows data. He's one of the smartest guys I've ever met in internet marketing. And he said this about when you're giving things away, it should hurt you to give it away because it's that valuable. Ooh, yeah. And when it, <laughs> when it like hurts you to give it away because it's just that valuable, that's when you know you've got something people want. And that's when you know you, 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 you've got something that, that will really, really be successful. So I want the link in there. Now, like, I, I also make the link a little bit easier to remember. Like, we run a webinar series, and I own Mike Fritz Webinar. That's not that easy, hard to remember, but they get a free training. Or if I have a training that's specific, um, how to land let's say I say how to land corporate gigs, MikeFritzCorporateGigs.com. It's something that's you know, easy to remember, but I want to implant my brand, my name, whatever, in their mind as they're typing that in. So I love the links just like you do. I agree with you on that for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think it makes a difference. Um, and, I, and I like the thought. Of course, it's logical to me when you say that. There is, all of a sudden, they have a different type of skin in the game. They wrote exactly. out... The website address, or they wrote it out that they 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 the memory that you're starting to imprint in their noggins, which is a good idea in marketing. By the way, it's a good idea yes, to do is. that. So yes, think that is. way um, all all the time. Um, and and if and if you by the way, if you do any shorteners, I need to say this: if you're going to go in, whether you use a tiny URL. Or you, you know, go to any, you know, I, I use them all the time. But you've got to go and make sure that those links are still good because I've seen they, sometimes they die and they yeah, get disconnected. Sure. So it's, it's, it's critical 
that's why I hate to see the long links that go on in perpetuity. You know, Mike yeah. Fritz speaking or Mike Fritz webinar or, you know, um, Mike Fritz training, you know, whatever Mike chooses to use. I can remember that real easy, you know, and, yeah. and also it's not difficult to spell, <laughs> which That's is exactly also right. important, everyone. Yeah, and I learned that in my direct mail days because we used to do a lot of direct mail for lead gen and we would do it, send direct mail pieces to drive them to a website. Mm -hmm. What I realized is, man, if you're going to do direct mail to a website, if they're not going to type in a wrong forward slash or whatever, you got to make it memorable so it's easy for them to remember. And so it's the same way with a book. They've got it in their hand. It's physical. You want them to go and type it in, but you want them to be able to do it pretty quickly. Because if they try it once or twice and it doesn't work, like you say, they'll figure, oh, that must be broken, even if they typed it in wrong and didn't recognize it. Oh, that's because it's somebody else's fault. So, yeah. and, and also, you know, let me say this because I, I think this is a great number one tip that the end of the chapter, give them something to do. I love the video, doing a short video. And, and here's all the other thing I would suggest, this my two bits, is that if you do have a video, here's what I want you to tell me, how long is this freaking video? Um, that I, you know, I may not want to go to a 30 minute video, but if you tell me in five minutes, I'm going to show you how to blah, 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 blah. You got me. Does that make sense? Do you, do you agree to yeah. that, Mike, or do you have a counter for me? Yeah, no, 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 no. I think that's fine. What I have realized, and I learned this from a good friend of mine who has 30,000 um, subscribers on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, 30,000 subscribers on YouTube, and he fills his entire events basically off of YouTube. Um, mm. And he has really good size events. He's a fantastic. He's speaking at a couple of our events. He's just one of, a great, great guy. But he, he, he taught me this a while ago. He has some videos on his YouTube channel. His most viewed videos, over half a million views, are his videos that are 50 minutes and longer. Mm. So he went in and did a metric and figured out when people dropped off, and like 80% of them watched it till the end. And what it showed was people will watch good content. They won't watch bad content. And well, that's so true. You know, I totally agree with that. I totally agree yeah, with that. And so you can definitely tell them, guys, in this video, we're going to give you – definitely tell them what they're in for. In the next 60 minutes, we're going to teach you this. In the next 20 minutes, I'm going to take 10 minutes to share with you this. You can definitely let them know what they're in for, and that's where I am 100% in agreement. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I think if you 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 do that. Actually, I have got a video I've never put up on how to do an entire game plan with sticky notes um, for your book and your marketing plan. And that's just something I was holding back. I mean, I I, I need to drag that baby out, <laughs> put it up. Yeah, yeah. You should so. because if it's if it's got so much great content, people will just it be eating it up. Especially especially with you having uh, you know so much weight and veteranness in the industry, you know, people will be like, Ooh, a, a really good video from Judith. I got to go watch that. And then, you know, they'll share it around and it'll really get, get a lot of hits. Yep. And you, and you move around. Okay. So number one, it, your number one tip is at the end of each chapter, have some kind of an action, which will lead them back to your website and they get a buy into you and you develop a follower. And, and then, um, you know, Mike, I need to ask this, that for example, on my website, um, as it opens up, that I have right on the home page when you come to it, I have a, a freebie, which is a 24-page colored PDF of the eight essential must-haves you've got to have in every book 
on there. Yep. So that's a freebie. So you, you know, I've already done it. So that would be an ideal thing for my next book, which I am going to on a retreat later this month underground um, for a week where I'll be doing the draft of it. Um, and that as I go that, that's an ideal thing to drop, you know, just as, as one of my giveaways, that's a giveaway. It's already there. I don't have to think about it. And I will capture people's names and emails at the same time. Do you go along with that? Absolutely. So here is what, um, so here is what, always put your opt-in on your website, that's for sure. Uh What I do with all of my opt-ins is I create a separate landing page for each one because I want all the copy and everything on that landing page to be pertinent to what they're getting from the Mm opt-in. So when they put their email in and they get your 24, um, what exactly was the title of you give away your 24, what was that again? It, it, it's it's a 24 page. It's, I just saying it's 24 yeah. page PDF, but it's it's yeah, it's so it's, it's um, eight publishing essentials, eight publishing okay, essentials that are must haves. So eight publishing essentials. So I drive into a landing page where I talk about the importance of publishing and the mistakes mm-hmm. people make and all that stuff, and then I give them that opt in. And then when they do that, they opt in, they get that. Then I have it all set up online, so it automatically sends them an email the next day, an yep. email two days later, email three days later. And then, yep. because you're so good at this, you offer them the recording to your event. And that's another way. Now, again, remember, that, that let's say you offer them a recording to your, for one of your events for 1000 bucks. I don't know, whatever it is. So all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they're reading a chapter of the book. They've gone to this landing page. They put in their email. You've had a sequence all set up, and then they get this offer to the trainings of one of your event for a thousand dollars you sold a twenty dollar book and turned it into a thousand dollar client see that's the power of a book and i i want if you get nothing out of our time today understand how much revenue and impact you can make from a book it is so it's literally un, unlimited there, there's no question and also you know um mike i've i've picked up multiple, multiple corporate sponsorships where um, uh, products, I'm talking about Procter & Gamble, Bristol-Myers, I mean, not little people, have, their PR people have discovered me, why? Because I had a book, and I was authority in a field, actually one of them came to me, Bristol-Myers came to me, you wrote a book on this, this, and this, we have this idea we think you might be the person that can be our spokesperson and actually create the book that will support where we're going. And that turned in to a quarter of a million dollar deal. So, wow, yeah, because of a book, because of one book. Because of a book, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So, so th- these, things, these things are out there. I mean, does it all happen overnight? No, people. No, goodness sakes, no. <laughs> this goodness is, sakes, this no. is the plan. Don't you wish? Don't you wish it will come in and the lightning would come in and say, oh, my God, you're chosen. Um, no, it's work. This is work. It but is. what Mike and I are talking about is business building. Yep. That's exactly correct. And if people that want to have a get-rich-quick program, I just, I, I, I've seen a lot of offers for get-rich-quick stuff. I just have never seen one that worked. I've always seen specific hard work. Effort, correct effort over time equals success, but never that. So I, I love that you said that. And it, it does. It takes work. Getting your book done is work. Making sure all this stuff is plugged in is work. Getting somebody to help you get all this online stuff running is work. But the payoff is just 
massive. I mean, look at you. You're about to run your event in September, and mm-hmm. it's not like you just woke up and said, you know what, in the next week I'm going to throw together an event and hundreds of people showed up. Man, that took you years to build the credibility to be able to have an event <laughs> and have an event. And that how many nights did, you know, I mean, People just think this stuff happens. Oh, it so doesn't just happen. <laughs> it doesn't. All right. So we're going to take our final break, and then we're going to come back, and I am going to ask Mike to walk us through how do you step up, a, create a system to create what we call a book funnel. This is Judith Browse. It's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing, and my guest today is Mike Fritz, and he is the brains behind the magnetic speaker system. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. 
And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. Boy, I love it when my hour goes really fast and I'm having fun. And that one of the things in the speaking area, um, I really started, I'll tell you, I was speaking in the 80s on my books and my speaking career started almost by a you know happenstance where someone said to me hey this speaker now i want you to think back to the 70s everyone we're going back a long time ago so now i'm giving you my age here um and that uh they they said to me that you know i can't go out um to do this program across the bay i lived in san francisco because my husband um doesn't want me going out at night and I'm going, really? <laughs> so I went over and did this program. And um, I had never done a speech before. And that, and I, here's, here's with the aha. Dang, I have a lot to say. I know a lot about this topic. And I came back and the noodle started. Now, I didn't know I was going to be a writer, but I I did start speaking and I did start doing programs on my course. And by then, I was one of E.F. Hutton's token, very, very few, like less than four women stockbrokers in the entire country. And I was and I was good. And I also started teaching courses on women in money before it was the thing to do. That eventually became my first book, uh, but I didn't wow. know I was going to have a book. It just, you know, it's one of those they start breeding. It just does happen. So from that, it, you know, there's an evolution. But it was that book sold three printings with a major New York publisher in three weeks because of wow. the prep stuff, and I was so unique at that time. You all are unique. So Mike and I are trying to take your uniqueness, and even though there is a crowded field in the industry, your genre, your topic, you can still rise above the cloud. Isn't that correct, Mike? Absolutely. 100% correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that... Um, I I wanted to talk about the, um, uh, you know, and and maybe we'll, you know, Mike has opinion probably on which is better, the physical and e-book. I have a strong opinion on on those things. But um, we can kiss that before we exit the hour. But I wanted to get into, he has a very nifty uh, system on how to create a funnel. And maybe let's describe what a funnel is, Mike. I think we need to do that. absolutely. A funnel is just something where people... Um, give you you give them value like you you like let's say you posted a blog post and then you they, they get kind of addicted to your content in not a bad way and they start following you and then you get their contact information and you people call it an ethical bribe you know you they give you their contact information and you give them something different like uh, Judith has her, Judith has her twenty four page PDF on the eight publishing secrets. So you give them something of value after they give you their name, and then afterwards you send them a couple emails of more content, more help, and more value, and then you offer them to buy one of your products or services. That's a funnel. It's really simple. All it is is giving people value, getting their content information, giving them more value, and then offering them a product or service you have. So a funnel is really simple, but it's the most powerful way to generate revenue passively. And so uh, I would say anybody who has a book should have a book funnel, should have something around it to give them more, give your, your readers more value. 
doesn't matter if you have fiction or nonfiction. It doesn't matter. You need some sort of book funnel. So, Judith, are you okay if I go right into the four ways to build this? Absolutely. Jump. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm All ready good. for. I'm it, ready for you to leap here. I bet you some of our right, listeners good. are too. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna leap. Here we go. So it's three. <laughs> it's it's. It, I call it the four C's. So it's content, contact, convert, or uh, con, uh, con, it's content, contact, content, convert. So here's what you're doing. You're first giving them free content. That could be through a blog post. It could be through your book itself. It could be through an ebook. It could be you're just giving them free content. It could be through a YouTube channel. It could be something where you're just giving them free content. So it could be an ebook or something like that. So you want to first give your readers content. Through that content, you want to offer them to come and opt in or to give them your contact information. So you want them to give you their contact information. And by the way, just so you know, on the Internet these days, it said that contact information is the new currency. In other words, yay, I'm going to tell you, it makes me cuckoo when people hide their phone number, their emails, their everything. I mean, if you go to my website, thebookshepherd.com, for example, and you say right. where you click on contact, I will let you know every way you can contact yeah. me. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but what, the, what in the funnel world, what that means is you have to give them something of really high value to get them to mm -hmm. give you their contact information. Ah, so okay. We do is you we, mean I'm cheap? <laughs> yeah. So we give them con. No, no, you're not cheap at all. No, what I'm saying is what, what people hide that they keep their contact information close to them like they keep their money. And so to give them for them to give that away, you have to give them something of, of high value. And so mm -hmm. but like us that run businesses, we want them to get in touch with us any which way so we can add value and really help people. So first thing you do is you give away content could be on a blog post or, or whatever. And by the way, when you do have a book, you know, you want to create some other sites that create more content around your book. So you can interview people about it and, and all kinds of stuff. So you create content. Through that content, you ask them to give you their contact information for another piece of information. So if I was writing a book on how to get booked as a speaker, I would ask them, by the way, opt in for the top 10 topics that are booked right now. And so they would go in and opt in and find out the top 10 topics that are booked. But, so it's content, contact. They've given me their contact information. Content, in other words, I give them what I offer. I promise them that I give them the, con the, the, the report of the 10 things to book. There's more content. And then in that third C of content, I also send them two or three emails of just, by the way, here's another video to make sure you understand this. Here's another video. And just I'm burying them in value. And then the fourth C is convert. Eventually, I offer them something to buy. So it's content contact content convert so you give you you, you, add, you give them content you give them value and then you you get their contact information then you give them more value and content and then you offer them something to to invest in or purchase one of my favorite things to do with our coaching clients as speakers is think up ways here's things you could be offering most people don't even know the services and products they have under their their, their belt that they could be offering. Like you mentioned when you spoke, uh, Judith, that one time, you didn't realize how much you knew about this. People would actually pay didn't. to sit in yeah. a room with you and ask you questions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I went over an hour speech and it lasted three hours. I was yeah, so exactly. bombarded. I was so bombarded with questions. It's like, geez, I need to get this together. <laughs> 
you know, and now, of course, your events are proof. People, tons of people coming to your events are proof. People want to know not just about publishing or, or writing a book. They want to know what you have to say about it because they obviously believe you have the you have an answer that maybe others don't have. So, so you've got a big value piece there. The same thing with everybody out there that's written a book. They have something they could offer. If it's the ten, you know, if their book is how to be healthy in twenty one days, why not turn that into a training program that then the book launches to them buying a training program uh, that that you sell for five hundred or whatever or two hundred whatever. But the point is, is think of things you could use that book to launch to. So building a quick book funnel is you're giving people content, you're getting their contact information, you're giving them more content, and then you're offering them something to buy that will give them value. So let me tell you the key, key phrase, and this one I want you to write down because it's that valuable uh, and it's that important to understand. And it's, it's something that I had to learn in this industry and everybody does. The only people that will make it in this industry is the people that can give the most away for free and still have something to say when people give them money. In the funnel world, people are offering blog posts and information, and YouTube is information. There's so much information available. You have to be able to give tons of information away but be deep enough and know enough information, which is why you need to attend events like Judith or Magnetic Speakers or Judith's event of Author You and you need the extravaganza and attend other events. You need to continue growing in your depth of knowledge because after you've given tons away, you still have to have something to say after they pay you. And so that is one of the keys to being a successful business author where you they've, they've paid 10 or 12 or 20 or $30, whatever it is for your book. Now why go to you and spend more money? You have to have more to say. And so that's the key to really, really making this funnel work. Does that make sense, Judith? Absolutely. <clears throat> I, I always believe you, you give more than what they ever thought that they were going to get. Um, and, and there's every, every more. I mean, I have to tell you, Mike, and I know we're, we have to wrap up here. We've got like a minute to go here. But that I do every Monday morning at um, uh, noon Eastern time, I do a free one-hour uh, uh, pick my brain, ask me any question over the phone lines. And I call it Author Mentoring wow. Mondays. Every Monday, you can ask me anything. Once a that month in my home, home on the upper deck, I do, it's called, uh, it's, it's through Meetup right here in Colorado. And I call it the Author YOU Circles. And, and, and it's a freebie. The only thing you have to bring is a healthy snack to share. And anybody can come. And I just have a flip chart up. You will go with your answer. Now, I usually know all the answers, but it doesn't matter. Because of the 20 people who were there, and I limit it to max 20, because of the 20 people here, there is always a variety of things. And it's just a rich morning. It's a three-hour giveaway. Wow, that's great. Yeah. All right, so we got to do a wrap-up here. So everyone, Mike, it's gone. We have to do it again. But this is Mike Fritz. He's with Magnetic Speaker. Um, website is what that they can find you? Com. You can go find us at MagneticSpeaker.com and find the details for our next event. And we'd love to meet you, of course. But go to MagneticSpeaker.com and you'll find everything you want to know about us. And um, through there, we do a free, uh, a free 60-minute training that everybody's welcome to go and grab. There you go. All right. Thank you so much. It's author you, guide to book publishing. Keep writing. Keep publishing. We'll be with you next week. 
thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by AuthorU and The Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, 